Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Trending Ticker. I'm your host, Parker Friedman, and today was a very good day on the street. We got some good news in the stimulus front, but before we dive too deep into that, let's talk about the specific headlines for today. Starting off with American Airlines securing a $5.5 billion loan from the U.S. government. That's about most of its market cap. That, that just to put that in perspective, their market cap last I checked was around six billion, and they just received 5.5 billion in a loan. They are up 3.82 percent today. We saw this coming. We've talked about this. The airlines have come out and said that in order to stave off uh, firing people, they needed stimulus money, and I think the U.S. government finally caved. It has to do with those awful, awful PPP loan protections that only allowed them to get forgiveness on loans if they kept people on until this week or the week after. I mean, this is this is really it. The rest of the week we'll be hearing slow, uh, steady news, I bet, about what other airlines have received. American is obviously the biggest news because of how low the stock price is. It's the most affordable out of the big airline companies and the fact that they received basically their whole market cap in a loan. So logistically, you could kind of double their market cap. It, not really because it's a loan, but like they have now about as much quote unquote cash debt on the books as they have. And I mean, it's a, a treasury loan. So I'm sure there's forgiveness policies and things like that. We don't need to go into the specifics, but basically you can say that they just got a loan for what they're worth. That's a huge deal. I mean, that's that's money that hopefully they use to hire, keep their employees on. I hope for the sake of the economy, they do that. But, you know, that's a great opportunity for American Airlines to really do something good here. Um, I think the stock will probably creep up the rest of the week. It's at about 1280 something. Wouldn't shock me if we were up to about 14, maybe by the end of the week, depending on what we see the other airlines get. If it seems proportional or seems proportionally higher, I think we could see that number. If it seems proportionally lower, we'll, we'll take a dip. But, you know, we got to wait for Delta. We got to wait for United. We got to wait for all that news to come out. And I don't think there's any true like set date for it, but I think it was hoped by the end of this week that the airline, of course, we're giving the airline stimulus before we're giving the American people because, you know, big government. But the airlines are getting hopefully supposed to be getting their full stimulus package by Friday. So hopefully by Friday, we'll be able to sort all of this out and we'll be able to tell her whether or not American Airlines got a good deal here. But moving on. Invio, in, in, I'm going to butcher this name and I really apologize. I know I'm just, that's going to use the ticker. You can look up the name because I'm not going to embarrass myself and butcher it. Uh, reported that their planned phase two and three trials for the COVID-19 vaccine were halted and the stock tumbled 28%. These COVID vaccine stocks, people really got to be careful and they're going to be super, super volatile until we get official news that one company has one for sure, or at least one company has one that's like at the end of phase three that they think is going to be mass produced. I read that Bank of America thinks by quarter three of 2021, we'll have a readily available vaccine. Um, but, you know, obviously with news like this for a, such a small company like INO, uh, the stock's, you know, down to 12, you know, it's, it's a COVID. It's, they got news just from being a COVID stock. It wasn't really much of a, a company before. They're down from about 16 earlier today. Their 52-week high, might I add, is up at 31. 
So, I mean, this company is in, you know, that's, it's just gotten news from being a COVID stock. It's not, I don't know anything about the fundamentals, but you know, when you have a company like this grow that fast, I mean, the 52 week week low is a dollar 92. And when you look at the chart, you look at the run up, the run up occurred right as COVID began. It wasn't like it was like slowly, steadily from October where that low was last year up. Oh, we're going to creep, creep, creep up. No, that run up was right in the heart of COVID. That run up was in March. So that's where this company gained its, its providence. So it's going to be super volatile. Anything that has to say about the COVID-19 vaccine. And if they say, oh, we're got, just got halted. Obviously, the stock's going to take a big hit because that's all people know for the, the stock. They think, oh, no COVID-19 vaccine. Bad prospect. Dump. And that's what we're getting at in these markets. And we talk about, you know, the danger of retail investors. We've talked about that a little bit in the show before, but it's stocks like these where retail investors pile in cheap price. Oh my God, to the moon, COVID-19 vaccine, then it gets halted. Then we shoot down 30% in a day, which is, you know, a great deal down. So again, be careful out there when you're investing in stocks and make sure you do your own due diligence about things. Don't just listen to whatever, you know, message boards you may be on or anything of that nature. Make sure you're on the right track and don't just dive into stocks based off speculation. In, in all honesty, you can speculate. There is some speculation aspect to stock trading and stock investing, but don't dive in purely off speculation. Have some numbers to back you up. Next, we have Nikola. Oh, so popular, Nikola. Came out today that they reportedly bought one of their semi-truck designs from a third party. Tough. I think this is this type of news is going to keep coming out for them. Stock only fell, you know, 0.82% down to 1930. It fell, it's down about 2% in the after hours, but I can't find any news for why it's down a little bit heavier in the after hours, but we're at 1930. I, last time we talked about this stock, I, t I talked about it going down below 20. I think it might end up at 15 at this point. I think we're just going to continue to get bad news for the company. And if they're really buying designs, that means they really don't have any other prospects that they got to go buy designs. I mean, the whole purpose of this company was the fact that, you know, they had this brand new, you know, visionary design and they probably, what this basically means is I don't know how, if what the real story behind them buying the design, I don't know if they just bought, bought the design or they bought the patent for the design, but that like goes into your assets. If you don't own a patent of a design, that's dangerous. Anyone could take that. So if they just bought the quote unquote design and didn't buy the patent for the design, Tough roads ahead for Nikola, man. I think it's down to eighteen eighty in the after hours. I'm telling you, this thing could hit fifteen, and this is—I know a lot of this is a stock a lot of people are in. And you know, this is tough because it just came clearly out of the blue. The fraud, the CEO resigned. It's like one after another, just bam, 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 hammering down. And you know, I hate to think that any of this is true. I never like to believe fraud charges. You obviously want to give the company the benefit of the doubt. But if stuff like this keeps coming out, it's a dangerous and very, very slippy, slippery slope for Nikola. In other news, Ford just announced that they're going to be the first comp car company to fully design and integrate a battery-operated car in Canada. So Ford's jumping into the battery-operated car game. This is big news. This is, you know, now we have Ford, GM, who has a stake in Nikola. So GM's prospects are kind of iffy at this point and they're, they're staking Nikola in a 
electric car company. We have Tesla, and we have now we have Ford. I, I think if America can monopolize this electric car thing, we're doing in good. We're going to be in good shape. But stock is up 2.76% on that news. What does this mean? Well, Ford finally is like taking advantage of some of this. For a long time, Ford's kind of been the laggard of the American car industry. Their stock has remained in single digits for a long, long period of time. I, at one point, owned it two years ago and sold it after they fired their CFO for like the third time in three or four years. And I was just, the story had changed and I was done with it. But, you know, if they can really capture this and do something good with this, I, I you know, socks at $6 and change right now, 670 So what, what's the gamble, really? I, they, they don't pay a dividend anymore. They did at one point. But, you know, if they can really do something like this, it would be a big deal for them because now GM's kind of like, oh, they got their hat in their hand. They're like, shit, Nikola kind of failed us because we don't know what's going on with them. Now we're out of the electric car game. Ford's investing in it. We obviously have to compete with Tesla. So, you know, Ford's looking good on this prospect. I think this is a good strategic move by Ford. Doing it in Canada is an interesting move. I'm curious to see the reasoning behind that. But, you know, all in all, good strategic move, move by Ford. Looking forward to seeing what their electric car looks like. And now, obviously, the big news today that really propelled the markets is uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi had a conversation with Treasury Secretary Mnuchin. And apparently they said they felt they could reach a compromise or Pelosi said to him that she felt that she could reach a compromise with the Senate Republicans on some type of stimulus deal in the near future. You know, we were supposed to get it at the end of September. So at this point, really, it's like, again, it's just I think it's going to go to the election. I don't think they're ever going to get it done. I don't think either side truly wants it done. I think they're worried about. You know, other stupid things they don't need to worry about instead. But, you know, they'll never reach an agreement, I don't think. That's just my personal opinion. It will take till November. It will take till the election cycle, it, like, officially unfolds and we get everything that's going on. And, you know, whether we have a, a miscount or whatever it may be, it's going to take until that period to get this. Because that's when Americans are really going to be hurting. It's when the uncertainty hits the country that Americans are going to be hurting. You saw uncertainty with covid Americans hurt. Any period of uncertainty in the country is going to lead to an economic struggle. In this upcoming uncertain period, and this November, this November election cycle will lead to struggles in the economy. And that's when we're desperately going to need a stimulus deal. And I think hopefully then the parties will come together and say, well, we got to help them. You know, I don't really have faith in our political system. I don't have faith in any of our politicians, truthfully. I don't think they will. I don't think they care about you. I don't think I think people don't realize that. Uh, they don't care. They act like they care. They don't care as long as they get reelected. So at this point, I'm 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 optimistic. We get it. I'm like not too faithful, though. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're going to have to wait another month or two. I think you're probably going to have to wait till November to get a stimulus deal. But if she's having conversations with Mnuchin and she says this, I will take her word for it as much as I don't trust any politician. You know, I'll take her word for it. I hope that they do find and figure something out soon. Because jobless numbers are still rather high. And, you know, while they're at some weeks they're like better than expectations and other weeks they're not, it's still close to a million people. It's still like 800,000 people a week, new jobless claims. And while continuous claims are still dropping, it's still like almost 13, 14,000, 14 million, sorry, not thousand, million people. It's not good shape. So we need something and I hope they figure it out. But I'm glad to see the market up today on that news. I'm glad to see that we're hopefully going to try to eke out and continue this bull market. Um, 
you know, I, I'm again, someone who believes we're, we're vastly due for a correction, but, you know, obviously you don't want to root against the American economy. You don't want to root against other people's 401ks. And I don't want to root against my own IRA or brokerage account, but that is it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Sunday, we will be having a return of our fireside chat series with Karen King from London, founder of 360 Equity. This might have been my favorite interview I've done, by the way. That's why I'm saving it. I gave a week break and I'm saving it. This might be my favorite interview so far. It was really awesome. He's a super cool and intelligent dude. Super excited to share it with you guys. But until tomorrow, make sure you follow me on social media. Instagram, Parker underscore Friedman3, Twitter at the Notorious PF3. And then in the links of both of those, or in the bios of both of those, is the link for YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating below. And as always, the statements made in this podcast are of my opinion. It should not be used as investment advice. Do your own due diligence when deciding whether to buy or sell any security. Until tomorrow, folks, though, stay safe and stay investing. you